0: Like if that changes, it's not going to change a lot of guys because most guys know they can raise more. They're more of their value in college. But it, how many choose? Because there's not an age limit, or a, you can just go straight out of high school. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, to see if anybody, or how many people take that route, go straight to the XFL from high school. That would be wild. It'd be just, wild. just because like it's not like basketball from like a maturity standpoint. Right. Just like it's a lot. It's definitely a lot more physically. Like, physicality-wise, yeah, yeah, like it, head it, it, and shoulders more than high school. It's so not like that, basketball that would, and baseball. They don't. Re- yeah. Obviously, your bodies take a toll in both those sports, too, but not like football. Not like football. Yeah. Y'all, to okay. see an 18-year-old eight, playing quarterback in, in this game, that would be wild. Dude, there are some 18-year-olds, though, that could probably do it. Oh, yeah. Like, some of them are men. hmm Or look like men, I should say. But you go to the XFL, and get paid, or you can go to college and get paid. So what okay, no school you go. You gotta go to the right school. Good Batman. Yeah. You need a good Batman. You gotta man. go to California, right? Mm-hmm. You need a good Batman. Yep. Uh we've got a great episode for you guys today. We're gonna talk we're gonna recap the Kentucky game. Uh I'm not too disappointed. Again, I know we're gonna get into it. I, obviously you're never happy with a loss, but I mean It was. It wasn't the worst day. It is what it is. It wasn't the worst day, that's right. for sure. It didn't ruin your whole day. Right. Right. Uh, we're going to preview Arkansas. That's a Tuesday night game. I need to really look at the schedule yep, before. It is. Uh, but I do know we play Arkansas next, so mm-hmm. I'm on the right track. Um, we're going to talk about some recruiting rankings as I guess, who knows? Cause re- they probably do like a random, like may recruiting drop probably. like they did, how they update everybody two mm-hmm. months after they play high school. Um, but those did update and Tennessee ha- that make, that has me feeling really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, then we're going we're gonna to have Javante Spragans on the show. Yeah. and know what goes on. He, uh, he signed with Tennessee. He'll be on campus um, in May, I assume. Yep. And uh, so we're going to get him on and talk, talk about some football and um, Tennessee football. Obviously, we're talking about the XFL. It's a big deal. It's back. SEC basketball. And then we've got some segments for you. Before we do that today, Landon's going to tell you all about our friends at Commercial Bank. At Commercial Bank. Guys, go check out Commercial Bank. They're – They are your neighborhood bank. They're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, just go check them out. Just do it. Commercial Bank. We need a commercial for Commercial Bank, like, yeah. Do they have a? Let me find out if they have a, a like a jingle. Jingle. That's yeah. the Word I'm looking for. Okay. If they do, we gotta gotta get in one. Yeah, that'd be fun. Friends of the Pod. Um, Kentucky recap. Let's jump right into it, man. I'm feeling for Jordan Bowden because he didn't play bad yesterday, but everybody's gonna remember that one shot down five or six with like two two and a half minutes left, wide open three. You gotta hit that. Yeah. You gotta hit it. He didn't have a bad day though. He didn't play that bad. No, I mean he he didn't score until like five minutes ago in the first half. Right. So that was, I mean he has he has this these long droughts in every game where he's just like non-existent. Right, and that's that's what's so frustrating because he's he's probably like talent-wise he's probably your best player. Yeah, and, and again, but he but he has not been no. to this point in the season. He's no, not no, no. been. It, it hasn't shown on the court that we know. We know. I, he's I don't our think. Best in, I don't think in every game. I could I could point out one game. And I'm saying, like, I don't think I can point out one game that he was our best player in. And that's... Not for the whole game. Right, yeah. that's And yeah. that's not... That's for not a half, maybe, but not, yeah. not the whole game. Yeah. No, it's troubling because we know he's our best player. It's just not being shown on the court. Mm-hmm. So, that's it's not good. Not good right now. We're going to go I, as far as he takes us. But, I mean, not a terrible day from him. If he hits that three, Um, I mean, that's a different game. Especially, I mean... Hopefully, I, I was talking to somebody. I was like a five to seven point lead because Auburn hit. I think they were down five with like forty five seconds to go, and they came. They went to overtime. So mm-hmm. to send it in overtime, they had to score five points. And in, in college basketball, that does not happen. Now that doesn't happen often, especially when you are talking about you are playing some a team, us Kentucky and yeah. Auburn, a team like LSU, is uh, a quality opponent. So if he hits that three, I mean that f- flips the game entirely. Whereas you were already looking at it like it's probably over. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're just – we're competitive just because of our defense, but our lack of offense, just our inability to hit those kind of shots, those right. wide open shots, is what's killing this team. Yep. I mean, we we just have no offense. And we don't make it any easier on ourselves, but no one goes – going to the basket. That's why Kentucky was able to shoot 54% yesterday. They were, they were very aggressive. Yeah. But, I mean, their guards went to the basket, and if, if they – Weren't getting fouled or, or getting an easy layup. They're dishing it out to somebody that was open, right? And we, I mean, we Viscovia is the only person that will put the ball on the floor. Yeah, that's another thing about Ballard is like if he doesn't catch it in a shooting ready position, he's not going to easy. They're not going to get a shot off or not get a good shot off. One mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah, and he typically has to shoot because that ball's hitting him to to shoot in the offensive set, and it's yeah. Sometimes it's not great. But yeah, he if he if he can be more aggressive, it might help him get out of the slump. I say might because he has missed some layups that seem like easy layups. Yeah, and God, dude, I hate it because he is. I mean, he's not had he had he's had days like today where yesterday where he wasn't terrible, but just one or two plays get remembered because of their significance on the game. And yeah. unfortunately, just, he was that guy. I just think that this team isn't. There isn't enough talent on this team to be able to, to beat Kentucky. There's not enough talent, and what, from what it looks like, there's not enough leadership either. Yeah. Which, if you don't have a leader on the floor, because that, that guy would be Lamonte if he was – but, I mean, he's not even around the team much, it seems like. Yeah. And then him not being on the floor is still going to affect that position. We don't have anybody that essentially puts puts the ball on the floor and says, I'm taking this set over, I'm taking this game over. Nobody – because he's like, he'll put the ball on the floor, but he does not have a takeover mentality. No. Maybe it's coming though. He hit some big shots yesterday. He did. I mean, and and, and made some good plays too. His his ability to just not getting flustered yeah. is is wild. Yeah, he might be a robot. He doesn't really smile. Yeah. Um, he bites his arm, which is weird. And I like you. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a big arm biter guy. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. Every three All I about hit now, which bite. is like you know, a half a week. I'm shooting. <laughs> I'm shooting like Bowden. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with the. The arm bite. Yeah, I, he hasn't said why yet, has he? I don't know. Somebody needs to ask him, making sure his blood's still cold. Feeling it, maybe, or maybe he's trying to. Do you, yeah, I, I don't know. Do I that. can't want to keep. I can't think forward. of a good reason to bite your arm, but whatever works. I mean, <laughs> team team Santiago. He's a vampire. He could be. I don't think they eat themselves, but you get it. Most cannibalism. Yeah. Big big cannibal guy. Yeah, big cannibal guy. Like Philip Former. Dude, oh yeah, we've got <laughs> arm biters and ass biters on campus. Tennessee's getting weird. Yeah, very weird. I love that Philip Former said that. It almost seemed like he didn't want to say it, but he felt like he had to. Yeah. Because he was like, We're back. And then like kind of like mumbled that as he's leaving. Like when he said it, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's spice mouse. Yeah. <laughs> but then the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, that's kinda weird. <laughs> I don't know if I would've. Uh, you think he freaked out because he saw uh, old Bowser was right in front of him? He just got he got flustered. Oh, he might. Yeah, he's like, oh, this guy might fire me. He has yeah, a lot of power here. Yeah, recruit. I better say year. something good. Right. <laughs> Speaking of the recruit of the year, I know we're this isn't written, and now we're getting away from basketball. What About David Johnson's comments, I know we'll find out more about it tomorrow. Yeah, I don't believe it. Like I, like, I don't believe, like, he actually doesn't right. trust. Right. It's not like we're – like, if he was talking about Clemson, like him coming from Clemson to Florida State, I guess they're not a big rivalry, but in the, you're com- currently chasing Clemson, you know Clemson right now in the, right. in the ACC. I would kind of understand it. I don't with – like, there's no reason to jab Tennessee there. Yeah, and, and from what? I think he's talked to somebody else, and he had nothing but good things to say about Peru. Yeah, he staff, did the uh, – So, I, I don't – he did the exit interview with David Dubin Yeah, and I'm wondering did if that say his was. Name? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm wondering if it was just like, they thought it was closed doors. They didn't think it'd be right. Get out there, really, and he was just kind of getting Florida State fans on his side. I don't know. That was... Like I, like I said, if it was so, like if he went to Florida, and said it about Tennessee, I get like I understand what he's doing. I don't understand what you have to gain. Mm-hmm. In fact, I feel like it's gonna be easy to recruit against him. If you you know oh you know FSU's telling me this, telling me this. It's like, how how can you believe anything he says? If anything, I feel like it hurts him at this point. And I, I think it does too, because if you really don't trust his staff, and you went and recruited Memphis the right. way you did, and and sent that's what I mean, yeah, and got those kids to campus, that makes you look bad. Yeah, you're you were just lying to them. Yeah, Which, I mean, you're I like, guess that's oh yeah, the, you should you should <sighs> come to this program. You know, they're great, but I don't trust them. Right, that's half the battle in recruiting is lying. So I guess it, he has that. He's a good liar, maybe, maybe one way or the other. I I'm mean, cu- I mean, I, I really like David Johnson. Yeah. So it, it was it was very shocking to hear I'm, that. I feel like he's gonna have a good explanation or apology. if he's going on Swain's show or he's going to go like full heel turn and just berate Tennessee fans like on the Swain. How great would that be? I'd feel bad for Swain. I bet he could. I bet he would handle it well. Oh yeah. And like, it'd be interesting to see. That's, that's what I'm hoping happens now. Mm-hmm. He just is ready to bash Tennessee, Tennessee fans and Tennessee and the Tennessee staff and Swain goes right back at him. I I think, there's no way he does that. There's no, no there, there's no way. There's I, no I mean, way. It, it's that's, gonna be like that's not what I meant. Blah blah right. blah. Right. Oh, 100. You know, I was just 100. Trying to do. You know, trying to get Florida State fans, you know, pumped up and stuff like that. That's not what I meant. Right. I didn't trust my. I don't know. He's gonna word he, it weird. He's like gonna have gonna something. Be, you're right. Yeah. But in the in the spirit of um, entertainment, I hope I hope it's the. Yeah, you you love the drama, right, like, I love the bachelor, it. like The Bachelor, like I love it. I can't wait to watch. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be fantastic um, if it does that. Sorry, let's get back to Kentucky though. One thing I do want to talk about before we move on to Arkansas is Jalen Johnson. Terrible. What's going on with him, man? I mean, it's he just he hasn't figured it out. I mean, he played twenty eight minutes, had four fouls and three points. Yeah, that's that's unacceptable. Yeah, it's rough, and it's crazy to think we had. Three starters and double digits. One almost in double digits, and it also doesn't help that we have a couple of shooters on the team, and our bigs are black holes. Right. I mean His that. Bonds had one rebound. He played almost the entire game. Oh yeah. He had four blocks though. So fair. Guess... And one block, literally, the dude got blocked out of the gym. Yeah. So that was fun to see. But how are you that close to the rim? Like in like le- le- literally that kind of proximity to the rim and you only get one loose ball. He's he's only in the paint when it's when he's chasing somebody to the yeah. basket or on offense he'll try to post somebody up cuz it's but he's he, I don't know. I don't know what he is. Is he a guard? Is he a I host? Don't know. Well, and another thing I you know, we when we're setting up for when we know we're shooting the ball from three point range. Mm-hmm. And we still have five guys on the perimeter. I'll never understand that. You don't. You, you you're just saying, yep. We, this is either gonna go. It's you know, do or die here. If it goes in, great. If not, say your ball. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't get it. Like we have situa- situations where you know we've got to shoot from three. The play was set up. Timeout. Whatever. And we have no one in the. It's baffling. Yeah, we'll have maybe one guy in the paint, yeah. and so if there one guy boxes out. Fulkerson, right, which that, is probably gonna happen. Yeah, then they get a <laughs> rebound? Yeah, it's. I mean, the I was very surprised that they didn't just destroy us on the boards. Um, they did have seven offensive rebounds, but we had twelve. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. we, we held Wait. our own inside. It was just. I wonder how many our, our, our lack of ability to knock down shots. Yeah, that that's. I mean, we forced fourteen turnovers. We only had eight ourselves. I feel like we played as good as we probably could have right. and we still lost by thirteen. And that's I think I think that's what I think the talent and I thing think comes yeah, in. Oh definitely. But I think also it goes back to Jordan Bowden. Yeah. He's a he's a he is our best player. We will only go as far as he goes. He couldn't close it out. We're not gonna be able to close it out. There's not a chance. Mm-hmm. So that's just how it goes. I mean Folkerson had a decent game, but he was still three for ten from the floor. Yeah. mean he, he was like leading the SEC in or he was up there. Um in field goal percentage. Yeah. And I mean... Don't know where he'll be now. Yeah, 30%. He did get to the free throw line. A, he got to the free throw time. line a ton and shot well from the free throw line. Yeah. so The whole team did yesterday. What, 70%? 79%? So, that's much... I'd, I'd say that's above our season, season average. I don't know that off the top of my head. But I'd say it is. So, getting there with free throws, at least we're getting to the free throw line. Um, that's better. That's a start. Uh, I mean, I feel after that game, I am feeling better about Arkansas. I don't know about yeah. you, um, but I I'm feeling better. Um, the uh, what was I gonna say about Arkansas? Mm, lost my train of thought. What sucks? We have to play at Kentucky next. So I mean, that yeah. was that was your kind of chance to maybe steal one, get some home court advantage going, and it just right. Yeah, I think there's there's a huge talent gap in Kentucky and Tennessee right now. Yeah, I mean, we just the big the drop the two year drop off in recruiting plus guys like DJ Burns and Derek Walker leaving have left you pretty much. And then uh, Lamonte Turner obviously getting hurt. Yep, the roster is just not fit to play. James just, wasn't there. I mean, out. he, he would have definitely helped guarding yeah. some of those yeah. guards. Um, I was hoping he'd be back. I mean, hopefully he's back. If not for Tuesday, for next Saturday. Yep. Hopefully. I don't know. So it was. It's all we've heard is, uh, quad, hamstring. I thought it was hip. 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 groin, Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. So who knows what's going on with that? I mean, he like how long it'll take. He looked like he dressed out to do warm ups, but then stopped doing it. So maybe, maybe it's day to day now. Yeah. And how is he feeling that Mm -hmm. day? So, that that seems like the you know the best news you can get besides him playing is. Day-to-day, because that means... What did you think of Cal's, um, Coach Cow's comments after the game? About the paper? I do not like Coach Cal, but I thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I love that the dude wrote, the Barstool dude wrote, was mad about Houston Cress's tweet, which, when I first read it, I thought he was also complaining, and then I read it back again, and it's very clear he's being sarcastic. Right. Again, that's not translated over tweet, a tweet very well, but... I didn't like... I also wasn't like Barstool and wrote an article being like, uh, quit overreacting. So they overreacted to a guy overreacting but made fun of him even when they overreacted. It was like, what? Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't... I mean, he did... I thought it was funny he just was so stuck on the fact that Tennessee printed on both sides. Did he talk about it for a while? Did he talk about it again? I just heard like... I just saw like the... Twenty second clip. Yeah, there I mean I think there was a little bit more after that oh, okay. about he's like, Oh, they're kinda cheap here. I thought it was I mean if you're I mean, take I a, think that's smart. I mean, why would gonna, you why would you print two pieces when you could do one? No, I, yeah. I mean I think we're on the right side of it, but if you're gonna yeah. take a jab, do it the way Cal did. It was funny. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, no, it's But like, I hate him. But yeah. Yeah, no, he's a douche. But. <laughs> uh what about your even before we get into Arkansas, thinking of speaking of coaches I cannot stand. What about a uh, Duke getting the win over North Carolina? That was wild. Yeah, they were down by five with a significant amount of time left. But I think was... they got to the free throw on though that helped Duke going overtime. Yeah, and, and they just kept they were chunking up shots and just hitting them. And I mean they're they're just destined to win, right? But th- speaking of Coach K, he uh, he held Roy Williams at midcourt for a minute after this game. Oh, really? and last year I think they lost at Duke, and he like, didn't even speak to him. He just shook his hand as he walked by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of Coach K either. Both need to stop using so much hair gel. That's yeah. why they hate their life because their hair hurts all the time. That's <laughs> what it is. Their head hurts. Let's get into the Arkansas game. Tuesday night, 7 p.m. at Thompson Bowling Arena. I guess that's the good news. I am feeling better about going to this game. Arkansas is just, I mean, they're not a great SEC team. So, like, like I said, I think I like our chances. But they are better than us. Mm-hmm. They've Which, lost the last two games in overtime, so if it's a closed game, I kinda like our chances. Was it? So I had a friend telling me today that Auburn's played four or five games in overtime this year. We haven't played a single overtime game. This year. Oh really? Yeah. Cause I said it. I was like So the Florida State was not overtime? Did it go to overtime? Cause we had the that was the Vanderbilt game, correct? And we were not able to really watch it. Is it Vanderbilt? If it was, it was something else was going on, okay. So, well, when I scroll through the schedule, it didn't look like maybe. The, you know, maybe nice. it was just the last, last second yeah. Lamonte shot. Uh huh. I can't remember if it was overtime or not. I can't either. I don't think it was. Let me. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I should say that I don't think we've played an overtime game. <laughs> it doesn't say like normally it'll say final overtime, but it didn't say that. Okay. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't know. But yeah, I just thought that was weird. All these yeah, teams that's playing. Wild overtime games and we never have we haven't this year. So like, that's interesting. I don't want no, to go over it, it, it was just a last it was a last second buzzer beater. Okay, so. Yeah, so no overtime games. That's no. crazy. I didn't did know. we play that. one in football this year? I don't think so. No, we didn't, did we? I uh, don't know. Interesting. Oh, yeah, we did. BYU. BYU did go in overtime. Golly. <laughs> that's my dude. Did you That's my most important, but is BYU. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. All right. I'll, I'll wait to get there. Okay. It's it's incredible. I can't wait to show you the video. Okay. It's one of the... Like, it should be... They should do something on the History Channel. Like, they do like Seven Wonders of the World. This is a human... Like, like I can't believe they did it. Oh, it is, you're it talking is, about the mascot. It is insane. They threw him... What is that? 29? or not 29. Uh, 20... 22 feet? They yeah, threw him 22... The they threw a human man... 22 feet through the air. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. That is wild. <laughs> like, I like watch, like, you know, you throw kids like that in the pool. Incredible. Never seen anything like that. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, I'd be like scared. Like, there's so many things that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, what if you throw him like into the rim? Right. Yeah. That's like into thing. the backboard. He just goes <laughs> flying <into> through the backboard. <laughs> you had to also throw him perfectly 22 feet. <laughs> yeah. Anything more? It's gonna be hurt you better yeah. throw them less if you how many know. times they practice that you know you know they had they had like four mascots practicing because if you get hurt in practice like <laughs> yeah, you probably you got a concussion it. or a broken arm it's insane
1: i, I mean you, i'm gonna you like gotta
0: it. get like all they have to weigh like around the same that's that's true too yeah that's yeah, <laughs> that's ballsy man i loved it if you don't know what video i'm talking about look it up the byu men's cheerleaders throw the mascot the cougar mascot i can't remember his name but they anyways they throw him Is it Cosmo? From, Cosmo, yeah. Throw him from the free throw or the uh three point line. Yeah. That's wild. And he dunks the basketball. And he gets like at one point his entire body is above the rim. So he is also being thrown high in the air. So he needs to enter the dunk contest. Yeah, well, is that allowed? I don't to know. To get that kind of help? Seems cheap. I agree, but seems cheap. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> I don't either. I mean Blake Griffin used a car. I mean, you can obviously like walk and double dribble. So, Dwight Howard used Superman powers. So, that's he should, you should be allowed to be thrown in the air, right? It, it's only fair. I just got off on another tangent. I'm all about these tangents today. You want to yeah. really look into Arkansas now? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think they're a beatable team.
1: I mean, no, I, yeah, I don't,
0: I, they're a middle of the pack SEC team, like, they're a team that fits the SEC mold perfectly. Yeah, like, they lost to Missouri. You know they, but they beat. I thought they beat. Who'd they beat? Oh, they played LSU close. They beat Alabama. They beat Alabama. They uh, they lost to South Carolina. As South Carolina was, well, just a couple of days ago or a couple weeks ago, but South Carolina's been weird too. Yeah. So, I know they've kind of turned it around since we played them, but still losing some bad games. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean Arkansas is a middle of the pack SEC team. They do they do score quite a bit quite a bit, but that kind of plays at least. Somewhat in our favor, uh, since we're, ha- we're one of the better defensive teams in the SEC. I'm so just it's surprised not like they biggest... lost to Missouri. Missouri is terrible. Missouri is bad. I didn't see I mean, the that, game. That, that does make score. me feel a lot better about it that yeah. they lost to Missouri because right. if you lose to Conzo, is and, and and Missouri scored, a, job? yeah, Missouri scored 83 points. Yeah, they scored a lot. I don't know how much I average on the year though. They haven't scored a lot lately though. I know that. No. Um, they've got a couple good guards. I don't know how that favors for us since we don't have James and obviously haven't had Lamonte for a while. Um, uh, I mean, I do trust Jordan Bowden defensively. I trust use on anybody defensively. And then Vascovi started to play better defense. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I don't think he's necessarily, Olay. right. I don't defense. think he's necessarily getting quicker, but I think he's starting to catch up to the speed of the game and that's helping him. He, he cause he's, couple of games it looks he's almost a step behind these guys on the defensive end. Like I think he's just probably just starting to figure it out and playing better defense. Still not one of our better defenders, but enough that he's not – which he is never a liability, but all, almost. But you, you know that man is exhausted because he's literally like, we'll get guys on the perimeter that will get a pass from him and look around, look around, look around, and like make him come back to them. <laughs> And they'll hand the ball off to him, and he'll dribble around and try to find somebody else. Like, he has to do so much work on the offensive end, it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, They're averaging 12 turnovers a game. Do you think we're averaging more or less? Hmm, Probably probably more. More, just barely, 13.3. You want to hear another bad stat? Mm, I don't, but yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) Tennessee is averaging 66.5 points per game. Missouri is averaging 66.0. Sign the petition. So yeah, we're Conzo Ball. I'm just kidding. Konzo I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're basically Conzo. It. There are times it looks like Konzo Ball. Yeah. It, especially right when we lost Lamonte at first. Whew. It was bad. Ugly. That Wisconsin game. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get to watch that Wisconsin game. I don't know what I was doing. But yeah, it was bad. Ugh. God, consider yeah. yourself lucky. That was terrible. <laughs> that's yeah. That's awful. But yeah, there for a minute until we got Santiago. It was still. It was looking. Looking back, like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, is rough. is John Fulkerson going to be an All SEC player? He has to be. That's right? wild. He has to be. Grant yes. Williams already started to campaign for it too. Right? Yeah. So you, I mean, if I think Grant he's, Williams, didn't he say SEC Player of the Year? I thought he said first team. <laughs> okay, that, that's probably what he did. So he was being realistic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to respect. I him. mean, that's that's just insane to think about. Like, looking at John Fulkerson last year, like, oh god. He's gonna have to play next year, right? Like you thought, like yeah, he'll start, but like you, didn't you knew he'd think. start just because he's our only big man, kind of size. Dude, Urosh looks like he's five eleven. He's bad, or he plays like he's 5'11". He's played. He definitely. I, I'm confident I could out out rebound Urosh in a pickup game. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Like he, he got the ball and like put it on the on the floor and was gonna go up like to do a floater or dunk or something, and. Richards just, like, palms the ball. Yeah, You're too big not to be going at the hole aggressively. Yeah. He does all these fade away, hook shot. Now, go to the hole. You're too big. You're too big to not be that aggressive. Mm. John Volgerson probably goes to the hole more than him. John Volgerson only goes Per minute. <laughs> he only get, well, he'll show you right, but he's yeah. going left. Yeah, he's definitely going to finish left. Yeah, He'll go to his right and then finish to his left hand. Yeah. Like, he'll... He'll go he'll go right, but he's coming left. Yep. Don't worry. He's coming <laughs> left. That combo is not difficult to figure out. It ends the same each time. You would think Just people would it. I mean, I guess Kentucky did a decent job of defending him because he went three for ten. Yeah, but... he only hit three shots. Yikes. Yikes. But that I mean, that's our best chance to score is to go down yeah. low. So I mean it, it's hard to get onto him for being a black hole, but at the same time it's like our but, guards aren't producing either, right? Besides Vescovi. but I can't remember what game it was. At one point in whatever game, it was on. I know it was on a Saturday. It was a couple games ago. We were fifty percent from the field when the ball touched the paint, and then we were like twenty two percent when the ball didn't touch the paint in the possession. It's got to go there, and Folgerson's got to be willing to give it up. Yeah, with if, if it if it isn't wide open, it's <sighs> it, it is. We've got to find a way to get in the paint at some point in possessions. It has to happen. Yep. If you can do that against Arkansas, I like your chances. Then you've got South Carolina. Yeah. And Vanderbilt. We need Bowden to turn it around. I mean, that that's, three, that's three winnable games. You need to win these three games. Yeah, because then you can go to Auburn after that. Yep. And then who do you have after that? You have Kentucky. I think you play Arkansas. At Arkansas. Florida at home. At Kentucky. Auburn to finish out the season. Who drew up this schedule for us? I hate them. Yeah. Hate them. Speaking of the SEC, did you see where they responded to that dude doing the Missouri-Arkansas game? I think he was doing Missouri-Arkansas. The official? It wasn't the official. It was the announcer. Oh. And apparently he made a comment about um, SEC gymnastics, about the women that do it. Yeah. A bad comment? comment. Yeah, like something derogatory about them. Ooh. On like on the air. Did you also see the Missouri official dancing? No. That wait. What? No. There is. <laughs> he looked just like Eli Drinkwitz. I I'm pretty sure it was him. Oh, they got dressed up as an official. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, it okay. was an actual yeah. official. Official, but yeah. Interesting. It looked just like Eli Drinkwitz. I'll have to watch it again I'll... without glasses. Interesting. Yeah, he looks like a like an <laughs> accountant. That's great. I just noticed that the Dal- Dallas's logo, I'm pretty sure, was the same logo I used for the Vestal Gunslingers on NCAA. Ah, yeah. For I'm sure. a. I don't understand why. Uh, Stoops is Bob Stoops is coaching this. Why did he leave Oklahoma if he just wanted to coach again? I, I I no clue, no clue. Because I mean, that this, man could have I mean, brought he. Probably could have got a head coaching job in the NFL. He could he could get a head coaching job in college right now. Like yeah, if he called most schools, they would fire their coach for him. Yeah, it probably I would imagine this is only like a six game season, isn't it? I don't I don't I, don't I think know. it's very short. Okay. I'll look it up. Who is that? He looks like he's struggling to. That's their stay offense alive. coordinator. I think I don't know. Stay who uh, is. awake. Um. All right, you have a score prediction for Arkansas. We don't do score predictions for. Yeah, I'll, I'll go 64-58, us. Okay. I, I was, I'm was i in the same area. I'm going to go 66-59. Okay. So 58? Yep. Okay. Let's go 60. Let's call it an even 60. 66-60. Okay. Tennessee, in favor of the balls. How about them? Please. Just, rough right just now. go win. Yeah, go win. I don't, I don't win care. by any amount. Just win. I want, I want to wear the, the victory cap. Yes, we. you need to bust out the victory cap. Yep. Let's look at some recruiting rankings. Oh, just kidding, dude. It's 10 games. And oh, then okay. playoffs. Well, I, I feel like our Was the AFL really short? I don't know. They just, shut down in the middle of the season, didn't they? Yeah, they. that was terrible. <laughs> it was the That's worst. That's incredible.
1: Football team. I've ever seen. Um, you said
0: recruiting rankings? Ready to move Yeah. On? Uh, Let's do it. I'm just... I just want to scroll through. We're on the 247 sports site. So this is uh, Tennessee is ranked number 10 um, in the team rankings. Georgia's number one, Alabama number two, Clemson three, LSU four, Fives Ohio State, Texas A&M at six, Auburn at seven, Florida at eight, Texas nine, and Tennessee at 10. Um, and then if you scroll all the way down to – I have to click on load more to actually find Vanderbilt. <laughs> but they're not as low as Virginia Tech. 52. 52. City Vander- 52? So what? they're... Vanderbilt's number 52. Tech is what, 64? Something like that? So they're just above So Tech. Tulane is number 66. Virginia Tech is 71. Whew. Yikes. So on rivals, they're probably like 64. That's probably I mean, that. and isn't... I mean, they have that bad of a recruiting class. Didn't didn't Fuente say that he's not going to take anybody out of the transfer portal? Yes. No, no, no. Not out of the transfer portal. Like, if you were on Virginia Tech's team Uh, and put your name in the transfer portal, you're done there. Oh, okay, okay. You can't come back, like, even if you wanted to. Okay. I thought he said he's not taking anybody out of the transfer portal. I'm like, that's not smart at all. (laughs) Hmm. Um. Yeah, they're at 71. That's Toledo rough. is at 68. North Texas is at 67. How is an ACC team... And Virginia Tech was like a... They almost went to the ACC championship, right? If they would have beat Virginia? Do what? If Virginia Tech beat Virginia the last game of the season, they would have been the ACC championship against Clemson. I think you're, yeah, I think you're right. Because Virginia ended up playing them. In, in yeah. There. yeah. So... That just baffles me. 71? I don't Are you just not it. recruiting? I mean, I, why would – he went interviewed with Memphis this year, didn't he? I don't know. I think he did. Did he? Hm. So, I mean, that's a weird step anyways without getting fired. Yeah. But it's interesting for sure. It's wild that hey, – shout out to Tulane, though. Yeah, Who else 66. is above, uh, above uh, Virginia Tech. UCF. Okay. East Carolina. National champions. Crown them. Rutgers. Greg Shiano Greg- put a better class than Virginia Tech. Fuente, is that how you say his name? The Mad Hatter put he's at number fifty seven. Heck yeah, dude. Kansas. I'm the come up. No stripper poles involved this time either. Yeah. So. Good for them. Um uh, Missouri's at fifty. Sorry, acrobatic dancers. That's not great. Who is that? Missouri? Yeah, Missouri. Whew. Ugh. Fifty. That's tough. Cincinnati's at forty. Did Elijah get his fifth star in that latest? Recruiting Elijah, who young? I don't think he was ever. I thought he's four. Most, most, most haven't as a three star. Oh, okay. I thought he's four. That's wild. That's even crazier to me than our ranking on 247. He was one of the highest rated players on. So he was the third that signed the letter of intent. Um, He's a three star per two four seven. I think he's like five forty three. And then two four seven sports has him at number three fifty. They have him as a four star. But um I think with all of them put together, the composite has him gotcha. as a three star. So you said two or seven has him as a four star, but the composite's three? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's a low rating, by the way. I mean I I, I thought I lo- I like where Tennessee's at at number 10. It sucks that the SEC recruits so well. Right. Um, because we're seventh in the SEC. We're 10th overall. Um, but, I mean, if you look who's in front of us, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, you can tell, like, the top teams, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, I mean, those three were playoff contenders. Right. And then you have Texas A and M, Auburn, Florida. I mean, like those top, those top seven. You know, those guys in the top ten. Like that's that should be the top of the SEC. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you put yourself in a good position. We talked about how we thought when it was all said and done, this class would be top twelve, top ten. That's where they're at. So. Yeah, and and you know, you look at the bottom: Vanderbilt, Missouri, Ole Miss, Arkansas. It that's just makes that's sense. where the, yeah, that's where they should be. Yep. Especially behind Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee is going at least a step in the right direction by being in front of all those guys. Yes. Yeah. I so. mean, they they need to keep on recruiting, keep on winning games to separate themselves from those bottom tier teams. Yeah. Because right SEC. now we're still a bottom tier SEC team, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. Did finish third in the East though, right? Yeah. yeah. So making our way. Making hopefully, our way hopefully the... we will not be biting any asses, just beating them. Yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to talk about for recruiting? Um, not really. I know we're going to get on. Uh, yeah, but talk about some more. We're going to get Spraggins on here in a second. I do want to mention Chris Long, or not Chris Long, Chip Long. Chip Long, yeah. I mean, coming to Tennessee, I think that's huge just to. He's been at Memphis. I think that's huge when you lose David Johnson, um, apparently, because he didn't trust the staff. <laughs> didn't he trust was what preparing. was going on. Yeah. Um, but you have a guy that has connections within Memphis, right? So I think that was huge to get that back. He's a good offensive mind. Um, I don't know really his whole backstory of why he went from offense coordinator to now an off the field assistant, but right. I mean, is is Jeremy Pruitt? I, I know he's always kind of wanted to be Alabama because I feel like everybody does, but he's right. like implemented the black cleats and. You know different things like that. It's just very Alabama esque. Um, so for him to get like such a high quality coach as a yeah, off the field assistant. I mean, a we... and I'm assuming essentially replacing most of that, too because you right lost him to the to the field. Yeah, so I'm assuming that's. I mean, the are he we going to become a coach's rehab? I hope that's cool because that just means you have a lot of good guys. A lot of yeah. they may you know. You have you have a lot of people that trust what's going on, <laughs> right? In, in You're getting Berlin. yeah, exactly. Getting more people that, that trust the process, that yeah. trust that trust Jerry Pruitt. Yeah, I think uh, I think anytime you have somebody that at least has been around football and, and knows it pretty well. I mean, whether he knows you know whether he's smarter or better coach than Cheney or whoever whoever you want to say it, that that doesn't matter. Just getting a guy like that on your side is always positive. Yeah, so. Also, um Juan a. Morris and Kavaris Crouch will miss um on his a spring. Crouch out. Yep. Okay. They they both had surgery. Juan a. was on his hip and Crouch was on his shoulder. Um so they'll be out spring. They should be back by um fall camp. So gotcha. I mean that that just sucks to to end your freshman season already starting to get yep. some injuries. But hopefully it's just a, a one and get it fixed and it's over with. But right. Hopefully they don't linger on on too long. But uh, another thing I wanted to mention is Chris Winkie. He's he's been talked about a lot of as not being able to recruit guys, but then getting Malachi Wadman, he mm-hmm. was a big hand in that and and stealing Wadman from Florida State. Yeah, and His that home dude modern. is a freak. Yeah, he had to be born on another planet. Oh, yeah. There's, I mean, did you see the video of him catching the football, doing a front flip while he did it? Oh, yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Like, who thinks of that, first off? <laughs> right. That's insane. He he does what everybody else, like, does in a pool. Oh, He yeah. just landed on his feet. Most people need a diving board. He's, like, wearing trampolines, like, yeah. in his shoes. Exactly. Exactly. It's wild. Yeah, definitely excited, but... Well, so, so, what do you think about Fulmer's comments? The the Vols are back. Vols are L- back. L- let's let's talk about that. Are, are the Vols back? Here's the thing. I don't think so yet. Like I said about recruiting, we're on the right track. I do not think the Vols are back yet, but I feel like Phil Former is allowed to claim it, so I trust him. Are the Vols on their way to being back? Yeah, yeah. I be- so, so you believe they will be back? Yes, uh, yes. But also, here's the thing about being on your way. Being on the way to being back is like that could derail at any moment. Mm-hmm. Like, anything could break it down. And, and and what qualifies as being back just to – I don't think for the expectations of Tennessee, I feel like we can't ever – we can't claim we're officially back until we play in an SEC championship. Okay. Because now you're, literally, you're one game away from winning it. Like not a loss to Georgia – well, now later in the year. So a loss to Florida early on in the year that put you behind a game and you couldn't get back like, – that you're technically one game away or two games away, I guess, but you're not even in the game, Mm -hmm. regardless of how, you know, you may have gone, uh, 10 and two and you're all, you know, only two losses are Florida and Alabama, but you're not in the game. So you're not, how close are you? I feel like once you play in that game, maybe win it. I feel like you can claim it. Yeah. Okay. But you gotta be, you, you gotta be competing for championships. And right now we're not. So, so, so when does, when does Georgia get fed up with Kirby Smart being so close but so far away? Because, I mean, like – Right. It, it's tough because he is like Mark Rick. He's Mark Rick 2.0. Yeah. They went and found another Mark Rick, which I, I, I like Mark Rick. I don't think Kirby's a bad coach. I don't know why he can't get it figured out. I'm guessing the problem with him is – coming, and I, I think this is a safe assumption because of uh, coming from Nick Saban mm-hmm. – I think he is a control freak. Yeah. But he doesn't have, he has too much control over the offense is my guess. And he's not letting his, assist, I mean, because why would Chaney leave if he had the world at Georgia? Yeah. Like, like if you like Tennessee or not, you can look at both situations and go, I'd, I'd definitely rather be at Georgia right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's probably has too much control. And I feel like that's a good guess because Nick Saban, yeah. And I think Jerry Pruitt has some of that. I don't think he does anymore. I think his first year, it seemed like he controlled a lot of the offense. I mean, they Georgia's had the number one recruiting class like three out of the last four years yeah. and hasn't won a title. have not won an SEC title, right? They lost to No, they – did they beat him. They Alabama? won in 17, didn't they? Lost in 18, lost in 19. Is that right? Because they had, or did they lose? And last year, 18 was when they lost to Jalen Hurts. So okay. I know they didn't win in 18. And they, didn't, they didn't win this year. Okay. But I think they won in 17. When did they go to the college football, or when did they go to the national championship? Was that 18? And they lost to and Alabama? And they they were lost the, to two at that time, right? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Is that, that right? Makes, that makes sense. So, yeah, I haven't won an SEC title. So, they won in 17. They beat Auburn. Okay. And they lost in 18 to Alabama and lost in 19 to LSU. And then I think they went, I can look that up, too. So, yeah, I guess they at least, because was that that his first year, 17? Yeah, it Mm -hmm. was. So, that's even wilder that you won with Mark Rick's guys, you know? Or was? 16 his first year? I think he's been there for four years. Okay. Maybe I, I don't uh, know. I don't know. Regardless, yeah. I'm sure a lot of that was said. I don't. I'm, I'm sure. I said yeah. That. I mean, that's if you're putting those like the higher the recruiting class, the higher the expectations, and you know you have all this talent in the world, and yep. and you can't. You're number one. You're not winning SEC titles left and right. and You're not. I mean, you didn't even make it to the college football playoff this year. Nope. So Georgia went in 17. They won the Rose Bowl. And lost in the championship game to Alabama. Yeah. So that one, so that wasn't two of the. Who did they beat? In the they beat Clemson. Did Tua come back in? And, that that was the one where Tua came in. Seventeen was, one eight. No, it was eighteen because he transferred. Right. No, they lost to Clemson last year. I'm. For, Tua. Right. So the national championship that was the one that Tua came in and won it. In seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because he was a freshman. Okay. So why am I okay. Yep. I'm misre- I'm just misremembering the championship game of, of uh 18. Let's get a. Um, let's get. You get on? on. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm gonna. Before we do that though, I'm gonna tell you guys about my bookie. I don't know about you, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team regardless whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, MyBookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try Parlay. If you like a couple of the big favorites this week, Parlay's are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. If you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to MyBookie because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie.ag. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. That's right. Double. Just use the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid.
1: Guys, we're going to go to a quick break, get Spragans on, and we'll be right back. We welcome on to the show, Vol
0: Signee Javante Spraggins out of East St. Louis. Um, Javantez, now that that recruitment's behind you, um, what have you been up to so far?
1: I've been I'm basically sticking to the basic as like like if they give me the layout, I'm sticking to it. So I started off with my uh, went to workouts and I've really been working on that most of all. Just Getting get my body prepped to get on campus and like fulfill my spot
0: on the team. Absolutely, we're we're definitely excited for you to to get on campus and and show Tennessee fans kind of what what you got. Um, but you you have like a unique story of of how you visited Tennessee and then ultimately turned into an offer and then a, a commitment. So i I'll, I'll let you kind of take the floor and go ahead and tell um, our listeners kind of that story.
1: I mean. It's really, it's really like it was. A, it was actually a really quick story. It all it started around June, seven oh seven, camp type time, and I'm a lineman, so I don't really get it. I don't really get the opportunity to travel with seven on but <laughs> I can travel, So I was just. Once we got on campus, we we stayed overnight. Then that morning, we we had to had the seven on seven. And I'm uh, I was doing a little snap before the seven on seven, so I got a chance to get up out there. And uh, once I was out there, I went through. Uh, I had met Coach Friend, Coach Will Friend, for the first time, and they saw me out there snapping for my seven on seven. And he asked me, "Can I do a workout with him?" And then my coach told him, "Yeah, whatever." We, uh, once he, uh, once we did that or whatever, we, we, we ended up doing a workout for at least, I would say, eight to ten minutes, maybe, and recorded it, and Coach Poole was around at the same time watching me do the workout with him, and one thing led to another, once I finished the workout, and the bag man, the bag man, he was kind of like, like, whoa, this dude got some power and pop on him, and Coach Friend was like, yeah, I like him, so, all of that turned into an offer right there. When I talked to Coach, uh, coach T, one had told me I had an offer from University of Tennessee, and I was real excited about that. I had called, told my mom that day. and everything, uh, and my coach he was happy for me, and one of my teammates Antonio Johnson he was also happy for me. We had, uh, and that's where it all started. Right came and there, when I had got that offer. Well, that's
0: that's 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 awesome and a, and a crazy story. It, I hate that the bag man had to, to take a beating for you to get that offer, but I, I guess we'll take it. <laughs> uh, but that, that commitment came with, with a line, um, and I remember it, and I, I, I feel like a lot of Tennessee fans that follow recruiting will remember it, but you said you hundred and 746% committed um, right after you got uh, that offer and decided to commit to Tennessee. So what is, does that number mean anything, or is it just um, one you came up with?
1: It, it definitely means something, and I can tell you this. 746% committed, and I, and I meant that from the start. Um, this year, uh, East St. Louis football team, we, we had to deal with the tragic loss of two of our teammates. Uh, the first one being in March when we lost um, Jermaine Falcon. He was a he was a sophomore going into his, his junior season. His name was Jermaine Falcon. We lost his number was 74. And that was a tragic loss for us. It was, it was like the first time we really got hit with death, like, on site because we never really had that feeling of being together yeah. so much as a team in a hospital just crying about a person's death. And and that was my, just like my little brother. And for something like that to happen, it, it, it's really unbelievable as a, as a human being to go through, and especially with a young team like we had coming into this year. And uh, also, we I lost another teammate, one of the young cats. He didn't even get a chance to, to play high school football. His name uh Jevin McKenzie, number six. He fulfilled a, a, a great, brilliant legacy as a freaking A-grader. Just It was such amazing. This kid, he could do everything. Everything you tell him, he could do it. All smiles and everything. And to lose him, also hit part with our team. And all of this happened back-to-back. He died, uh, Jermaine Todd died in March, and David McKenzie died in May, and we had a whole season dedicated to them, and I want all of my seasons at Tennessee to be dedicated to them, too, because those guys really, they really worked their butt out to be where they are, and for it to go away from them, it, it, it just happened in his life, and, and me as the person I am, I just want to help carry on their legacy for their family, and for them to be great, I have to be great, too.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's awesome. I, I'm... I felt like that number meant something um but 746 I mean it's a lot more than 100 so you're like okay well he's definitely coming to Tennessee but for, from a kid that uh Tennessee fans didn't really know up until that that point that you got committed you know so many people follow recruiting and for it to just kind of come out it just seemed like it was it was meant to be um so so after after you do after you did commit what was kind of that recruitment like for you? Like who did you hear from? Where did you visit? Um, things like that.
1: I mean, once I committed, uh, of course a lot of coaches, uh, they, they still attempted to contact me, but I, I kept my word and I I told Coach Friend and Coach Poole, I say I say I wanna c I am gonna play here, I wanna be a ball and that's that's my future plans and everything after that it was it was unheard of.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you, you couldn't mess with that 746. You c- you can't lower that at all. Definitely. <laughs> well, um, w- with this class, it, it finishes um in the top ten, um, and it, it just seems like there's some sort of pattern with these classes Jeremy Pruitt's putting together, um, and, and getting guys from you know, not only good programs but winning programs, um, getting winners. You know, you talked about your team East St. Louis of uh, Won state titles. Um, I think y'all finished fourteen and zero. Is that that's correct?
1: Definitely.
0: Okay. And then um, Marietta, uh, Harrison Bailey, they won a state championship. Um, Dutch Fork, um, Jalen Hyde, they won a state championship. There just seems to be, you know, some some kind of pattern. You know, he wants winners. Um, so is that yeah. something that they kind of sold to you um, during their recruitment?
1: I mean. He, I came in with the brutality of a champion. Like I, I, like, like those guys. Once I got in there, they, they felt the vibes for me. They felt my leadership. Uh, they mm-hmm. felt my leadership energy and the way I was like, the way I come to the table with intensity. And he just like those guys feel that those type of players need to be part of their system in order to improve it. And that's that's the, I really appreciate about those guys bringing in young guys to set the tone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are some positions or, or just one position or are you going to be expected to learn once you get on campus?
1: Uh, definitely the guard position. Mm-hmm. That'll probably be the man position and uh, also center because everybody got a line of center. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so, I mean, have they kind of already given you some sort of plan um, to do that? Do you already have a playbook, you know, things like that?
1: Uh, We're going through the process and everything right now, but, yeah, I'm, I am definitely running my plays as both positions to be going on as. Awesome, awesome.
0: Well, um, So what are your goals this upcoming season? I know it's – for a freshman in the SEC, it's, it's you know, kind of all thrown at you at once. Luckily, you know, a lot of these kids have come from good programs where that transition should be a lot easier. So what are kind of your goals for this upcoming season?
1: I mean, basically my goals are to bring the intensity around those guys and, and help them guys out just to be better, and, and me as a player too. And I just want to bring a lot of elements to the table that improve the team.
0: Okay. Well, Javantez, you know, it was great getting you on. Um, we won't keep you up, but we're, we're excited to where your career is headed. We're excited to get you on campus. Um, we look forward to following your career. All right, thank you. All right, yes sir. Have a good one. You too. That was Tennessee signee Javante Spraggins. Awesome to get guys like that on the show. Just you know, guys that haven't really experienced the whole oh, I just echoed in my ear, that was weird. Um, but I haven't really experienced, you know, just a Tennessee season yet, but Already just so like into the program, right? I love, I mean, I love the mentality that, uh, uh, of the way you mentioned it, where we're you know, recruiting winners, and um, but that Javantez talks about, he that's his that's his mentality, that's his uh, I guess, vibe mm-hmm. that you know, I imagine he carries it with him everywhere, yeah. So that's uh, you, you gotta you have to have winners if you're if you're gonna win. I mean yeah. losers don't win. It and I, I think I think we had a question I um, like two weeks ago and it, the question was like who who are you looking forward to most that maybe is kinda underrated and, and I said Javante Spragans just because like I heard that story of the seven on seven thing. Yeah. And I just think it, it, it makes sense. Like he's coming from, you know he probably doesn't really know much about the tradition of Tennessee, right? But just him coming here and and falling in love with the the staff and and the facilities and everything like that, and then for so that that's why I think he's going to have such a good career here, because right. It's, I, I feel like it, it means a little bit more to him. Yeah, and uh, one one thing I I meant to ask him, I didn't obviously do with the interview. We've had some microphone issues, so to stray away from that. Landon did a good job, so just let him run with it. Yeah. Uh One thing I did want to talk about though, have you seen his highlights? Like, have you watched this? First oh yeah, thing? he de- the man. People. I think he pulls every play in high school, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell he loves it. Like, oh yeah, seeing a, a small linebacker or corner and getting the chance to get out in front and just demolish him, loves it. Reminds me of a guy. Reminds you of a guy, guy who likes to likes to pull and and feast on small corners. Trey Smith. Oh yeah. He takes advantage of every single time he meets a, a smaller guy on the field. I mean oh, yeah. his presence is gonna be felt. Yeah. He do I mean Trey Smith dominates, which like Javante Spragan's if you've seen his highlight, dominates guys' line of scrimmage, but then you can you can feel the excitement in his shoulders. You can just see it. He bits up when he yeah. builds up and takes advantage of every smaller person he meets on the field. <laughs> and the and the guy can move. I mean yeah. He 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 didn't a chance he didn't get a chance to really do anything in seven on seven besides snap the ball. But the kid can move. He can move. Yep, he definitely And for can. for you to get out in space and, and not just let corners just run He's big you know, three twenty Yeah he's a big dude three twenty and he doesn't run like a what you would imagine a three hundred pound guy runs like yep. he's scary It's scary I'm, I'm excited I'm excited to see our offensive line with some of the the dogs we got. Yeah we got coming on dogs Yep Um not Kirby Smart's dogs Well one of Kirby Smart's dogs Yeah or <laughs> dog Sorry, don't make that plural. Um, we adopted him. Right. Great talking to Javantez though. Like you said, I hope he does well in his career at UT. Excited to get him on campus. XFL, XFL, St. Louis and Dallas going down to the wire right now. I love that they have the over under like sitting on the board. So you have a team right? Which, who's your team? Yes, I am going. I know they they cut. I guess he never was on the team, so they didn't sign my uh, my my personal favorite XFL player, um, PFT commenter. But uh, they gave him a chance, they gave him a shot, and I respect that. And PFT is going to be a big man, and still cheer for him, so I'll cheer beside him. Okay. DC Defenders, all the way. I think they lost yesterday. I'm a Dallas fan. I'm a Dallas Renegades fan. I mean, they're losing right now, which isn't great. Right. Also, uh, I think all the unders hit. All the unders hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like over under sitting at 52 is a safe bet to take the under. Yeah. I could be wrong, but oh, the Defenders won. They beat the Dragons. Yeah, take that Dragons. Eat that. Somebody tweeted that we were the. I say we because I'm a defender fan. He tweeted like, as the game started, uh, DC Defenders fans are the most delu- is the most delusional fan base. And someone was like, the XFL just started one hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. He's right though. I am pretty delusional. So, uh, we. T- I mean, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show. I'm just, it's it's decent football. You know, it's never it's not going to be as good as the NFL. All the all the real talents in the NFL. It's just not mm-hmm. going to be. But if it's decent football and, and the entertainment level, you know, is something to watch, it's going to be great. Like it's going to be great to watch during February March. I look at it, yeah, like as a snack. Yeah, like it, it's something to tide you over. It's an appetizer, and yeah. it's a it's a good appetizer. Yeah, you wouldn't get it for your meal because you got a steak on the way, but you'll take the good app. Yeah, and you know what? Some days you might prefer the appetizers. You go to like a Chili's and get a three for. You get the appetizer brief, sampler. Yeah. <laughs> it may be something you prefer one day. Yeah. I mean, You're just in the mood for some XFL. I'd rather watch the XFL championship than like an ACC championship that has Clemson yeah, I'm and probably with Virginia. You. Yeah. No, not gonna watch Virginia play football. Yeah. Ever. So it's, yeah, I think this is, I, I think this is going to work. Um, I'm interested to see like how they use it, like how the NFL partners with it. Yeah. I don't know if they actually do, but I wonder no, if they, they don't partner with it and I I'd, I'd say cuz it's probably the good thing is is it's not competing for um, viewership because mm-hmm. it's not at the same time. So hopefully that continues. Hopefully they don't do well and think about moving to to the fall cuz it wouldn't do well in the fall. Right. But, but. I I'm wondering if they kind of use it as like a minor league like, if they could end up doing, like, where every team had their own team. Maybe they do. I don't know. And so, you, you have 32. So, you can, like, send guys to this. Maybe that guys that are on your practice squad or whatever, you can send that, them to do this. Because they could probably use more playing time. This may... Yeah. I mean, you might, may find some doms in the rough. Because there's guys that, that are on practice squads that maybe just haven't had the real chance to play a lot of football. I mean, and you hear stories all the time that, you know, this guy was undrafted. This guy... You know, was on a practice squad, and now yeah. he's doing big things in the NFL. You know, you just never, like you like you said, you're going to find diamonds in the rest yeah. this. So, I mean, I, I think it's going to work. Like I said, it's way better than the AFL was. Yeah, already. We in terms learn. of, yeah, just football. The AFL uniforms were terrible. These are a lot better. Except the, the Memphis one. I still want that Memphis starter jacket. That one was sweet. Yeah. Is it the Express? The Memphis Express? I like them. Like their jerseys. Other than that, though, yeah, there were some hideous jerseys. But I, I am impressed. Like they have, like the uh, headsets and, and the quarterback. Like I'm, a, well, they had more capital than the AFL did too. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like impressed with the technology and everything that they've went in. Yeah, and they're they're this. able to kind of like go out on limbs because they have they're doing these things. They don't have an established set of rules, really. Right. Like they're able to do their own. Like the NFL, the quarterback has the headset. That's probably never going to change. I don't really understand why. Like they have like I think just about everybody on offense. Is that what Pat McAfee was saying? They have just about everybody mic'd up or uh, have. The, there's have, like have headset. there's like six players on defense. I don't know how many. And there's, so there's like six or so on offense. Yeah, too. yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't need the off the whole offensive line. They're all you know. You just need one guy on the offensive line probably. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's. Your skill position players and one offensive lineman is probably. I'm interested to see if the, the NFL it. does the kickoff like this. I think you. I mean, if you're trying to avoid collisions, why would you not? Because I, I, I think the new kickoff rule where you can't move until it's kicked mm. is a good. You know, is a start, but you know it. You're still having high speed collisions. Yeah. Whereas this, they only get a normal what it would a normal play. So You're limiting the opportunities. A lot of concussions happen on special teams now a lot still happen in regular play but there, there's a i'd say for i'd say percentage wise it's probably worse on special teams if i did guess that's i have no facts to pack that up so right just take it like it's true and run with it i, I am i don't know how they do like how can you do like a fake onside kick that's the only thing that kind of sucks well well the good thing about this is like even though like you can get nine points in a possession yeah that's true so like If you're down 10, I guess, then you're screwed. Yeah. But just a two possession game. It's a good kick right there. Love it. And the returns have been about the same, too. People were talking about how, you know, that sets it up for, you know, worse. It's been about the same. Yeah. 20, 25. Right. I think I've seen uh, one, one team got somebody pinned back on like the 15. So they've been about the same. Mm hmm. Um, to say, oh, and it, so you mentioned how the if the NFL ever gets a chance to utilize it, I think a great way to utilize it is if they can get the XFL to agree is you could test rules in the XFL. Like you know they tested that new um, onside kick rule, yeah, where you could just go you get it like fourth and fifteen or whatever. If you get the XFL to agree with that that now you have a full season of a rule being tested mm-hmm. rather yeah. than they're just the Pro Bowl, so. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I mean there, there's happen. a lot of stuff that you could use, like the NFL could utilize right. with this, and there, there's only eight teams by it. Like I, I feel like after this year, I expect that to grow. It, well, that's a good thing about about the only having eight teams. Your talent pool isn't as uh, diluted, right? So you do have a little bit more talent in terms of you're keeping that talent on just a few teams rather than sixteen or thirty two. At that point, there's going to be a lot of lot of bad games. Yeah, so not so much with eight. So, I'm, I don't know if – I mean, they could potentially go to more, but I don't think it would be much more. I love that Pat McAfee just helped that guy up. Well, I mean, I think it would be really – cool. I mean, you – it's – you're not going to – most of the guys playing for the University of Tennessee right now are not going to be in the NFL. I mean, no. even some of the best, like Josh Dobbs. He's like a third-string quarterback in Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, he could benefit from this. Yeah, and, he, and you may in the future – if he wants to play, you may see him on a roster. If yeah. he wants to make money, I imagine he'll just stay in the NFL. Right. But maybe one day you can, you know, I, I think hopefully they can do both. Like you said about the guys on, like, practice squads. Mm. Where, you know, they're not really – they they're training for next year, but some of them probably would rather play to train. Right. So they can do this, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know all those rules. I don't know if the NFL prohibits it. No dude, No idea. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's something in their contract where they can't just – Right, go play for another whatever, league. Yeah, but – yeah, I mean, guys that like aren't gonna affect your team if they're there or not. Why, why sh- not let them? Yeah, get give some, them those opportunities. Yeah, give them those opportunities. Yeah, that's, and and that's why if you have like a like you did like the minors, like you have somebody, like you, essentially you have the team overlooking your right. XFL. If they were affiliated, so if they not, were affiliated, it, it, they would get that opportunity. Whereas right. since they're not affiliated, it probably won't happen. Right. Yeah. I'm excited though. I like the XFL so far. Um I'll be tuning in next week. So yep. you at least got me for one more week, minimum. I'm the Dallas I'm the Dallas Renegades, man. Can't wait till the Defender we need to we need to throw a party. a house divided party. I know we don't live in the same house, but a house divided party when the defenders and the and the renegades play. Bring your, wear your favorite Defenders or Renegades gear. I I need to like buy <laughs> Their hats. a shirt or something. Their hats are awesome. Have you seen uh, them? Yeah, I have, I have seen the, those. the rope, they look yeah. good. I think the NFL did a set like that this year, but they look really good. The XFL ones do. SEC basketball, speaking of more leagues. How about let's talk about Vandy beating LSU. I didn't believe it. I did not. So I went to bed right before the end of that game and woke up and someone was like, it was probably halftime when I went to bed, so... Yeah, You know, they weren't on upstairs alert yet. It was Vanderbilt. And someone tweeted, I can't believe Vanderbilt's about to win this thing. Looked it up, saw the score, and I was like, that can't, that can't be right. They had to reverse the – LSU had to pull it out. Nope. Saban Lee absolutely killed a guy on national television. <laughs> he uh, – did he post him? Yeah. Okay, I was like, I don't I don't think I saw that. Oh, my God. That dude's good, though. He is good. Did I he wish – was he injured against go? us? No. Who was injured? Was there somebody injured? They were yeah, terrible. Yeah, Neesmith. That's right. And he'll be out for the rest of the year. Yep. So, I mean, they, they've they essentially lost their best play the last two years. Yeah. Darius Garland and then. How about them it. firing, though? I mean, obviously it has nothing. The AD and that have nothing to do with each other. But how about them being out? Surely doesn't help. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're having issues over at Vanderbilt. I mean, I kind of like Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah. As much as you can. But it, it kind of makes me not like him just because, like, I want to hate you. you like, what? So I'm mad that I can't really hate you. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. So what, what else we got for SEC basketball? I mean, I, I was I was ready to tweet, like, Vanderbilt beats LSU and then LSU goes and beats Auburn. Right. Because LSU was undefeated in conference play when Vanny beat them. Yeah. It's yeah. Wild. Is Auburn in front of them now? technically yes also knox county schools is up tomorrow how wild is that my wife just takes me in all caps i just want to know like good for them I'm ha- N- well, they're making up for that stupid mistake they made on thursday i'm not happy because i mean i'm happy but i'm not happy we're supposed to start soccer tomorrow but we won't now so mm. unless they give us a the green light too because they did play basketball games friday night yeah that was I mean, it was was it district tournament I don't think any tournaments have started yet. I think someone just said that and had no idea what they were doing. Uh, I think middle school might have had a tournament. Gotcha, maybe. But it's definitely not a high school basketball tournament yet. Um, yeah, but uh, SEC basketball, Tennessee's not looking like we're gonna finish really high. No. So who else? Who else played on Saturday? Uh, A and M. Lost South Carolina by 20. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Florida yeah. and Ole Miss. And then Florida, Georgia had the biggest meltdown of the year on Wednesday night. Did you see that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was rough. But Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat Florida good. I mean, just a complete roller coaster. Missouri beats Arkansas. Good Lord. Alabama and Georgia scored, they combined for a 207 points. Who was that? Is that all right? Who was it? Um. Oh Al- my gosh! Yeah, that's right. They got it. they went <laughs> into overtime. Okay. Good. Yeah. But still, like they were. Yeah. They were close anyway. That's insane. Without that, right? Oh well, yeah, that just added twenty points on. So. Oh my gosh, some dude had thirty-seven <laughs> points for Alabama. Lord. Kyle Lewis. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's awesome. What's Tuesday's slate look like? Obviously, we play Arkansas, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt. Really? Missouri and LSU. Ugh. Then Wednesday, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, and A&M. Vietnam's a weird team. I mean, all SEC teams are weird teams this year. Yeah. Except for, like, LSU and Kentucky and... Auburn. Outside of those three, it's been because they. Yeah, but LSU's weird. You know, in fairness, I mean yes, but the, uh, every other team has lost like three games like that. And they've just lost one. Yeah, they just got upset once. Right. So and until they have more, I'll say they're still like the red. You know, they're like they're still top dogs, and then everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Segments. Y'all, let's get into segments. Most important of the week. I got for I go first. Cosmo the Cougar dunking nice. from the three point line. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. I'll go, um, the man behind last year's Floodwater Flamingo is back. You remember the guy that rode the... Yeah, it's Preston. Yeah, yeah. we graduated with yeah. him.
1: Saw Raven was article. like,
0: I think you graduated with the guy who uh, rides the big floats um, in the floods. I was like, what? <laughs> she told me who it was. I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah, yeah it I mean, is awesome. Did it with a uh I wouldn't do it, unicorn, yeah. right? Yeah, no, yeah. You're gonna get sick from that. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Uh my Maybe little... he's building up his immune system for that's when it, uh for when the coronavirus gets. Yeah, in. Yep, that's exactly it. You're Good wrong. for him. He's smart. He's the smartest one. Yep. Uh my next one and last most important of the week is uh Patrick Mahomes breaking the Madden curse. He was on the Madden cover this year. That's that's big. That is big. Here's my th- here's the thing. Will it break the Madden curse for everyone or did he just do it himself? Like he's good. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. Who'll be, be on it this year, you think? Uh Lamar Jackson? Probably. 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 I'm trying to think of who else might. Derek Henry. I feel like maybe Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, maybe. Michael um, Thomas, maybe. Yeah. I feel like maybe like Jimmy G could get on it. I know he didn't have a great season, but like his name was Yeah. I mean he had a good he had uh, he, I'd say he had a great season. Yeah, probably wouldn't call it, Yeah, I wouldn't call it incredible. Yeah, I would say Lamar Jackson would probably be my best bet of who. You... Right. Probably. We'll see. You gave him most importance? Um I do. So St. Peter Senior Mason Doherty Doherty? Okay. Um this is the most important or fail. This is the most important. Okay. He um he got into his bat his high school basketball game and drills a three and also has a two at the buzzer. Um and he is down syndrome. Oh nice. Yeah. Nice. How long did he play? I don't know. I didn't I didn't read much into it, but I saw the video and yeah. the, the man's got a good shot. Like he's got any shoot or shoot. He shot it. he made it at the buzzer, the man's got ice in his veins. <laughs> love it. That's awesome. We have fail. Uh, Fail. I have – what's this guy's name? Detravion Brown out of Shreveport, Louisiana. Had a signing and everything with Ole Miss. um, But then Ole Miss – Hadn't heard anything about him, dude. So I don't understand that. Apparently, he like had visited Ole Miss. Like, uh, two four seven had him listed as visiting. But yeah, like, Lane like, Kevin was and, like, "I've never heard of the kid." And two four seven also has like the the offer, but apparently, he was never offered. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I've heard a couple stories like that, but every time you hear a story like that, at least they they haven't had profiles, they haven't you know been listed as visiting anything like that. This one, I'm like, what is going Someone's lying. Like, Yeah, that's... Like, obviously, you're assuming the kid's lying, but e- either the kid's lying or someone else's lying. I don't know. I mean, it's maybe wild. he was just, like, thinking... Like, he just faked it and just ended up on campus. Like, did they just yeah. him? I don't know. Uh, no clue. It's wild. Do you have any more fails? I've got one fail. Okay. Uh, let me see what I the video to show you. So, Patrick Mahomes at the... Super Bowl parade, threw a, uh, threw a football from the bus. And he threw it to fans, and one of the fans chasing after it, like trying to catch it, just runs stri- square as a parking uh, meter up. Like, oh, dude goodness. got completely knocked on off his feet. I'm so fine. Hold on a second. It's a, and it's funny because you don't even see it the first time watching it. And then someone commented below with, like, is that dude who hit the parking pole okay? Because it looks like he does, and he's right. It does. <laughs> Dead. Wasted. Yeah. I need to start saving the videos when I show them to you because I'm going to. Okay. Here we go. You got any more fails? Yeah, I do. It's actually Kirby Smart. Um, and he I don't remember what he was asked about, but this is what his comment was. He said, the older I get, the more wiser I get. Wow, that, was, that didn't make sense. Um, the more you realize that chasing guys you don't believe in the same principles and values of your university and your program, they're just not worth it. There's too much time spent on guys and you're having to chase them around, it's just not worth it. Take the take the guys that want to be there, play with the guys that want to be there. Um so he's talking about Zach Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I'm like he's asked he's like first of all you let him out of your letter of intent. Oh, right. Dude. And why do you like what do you have to gain to say about that? You just look like a jerk. Yeah. And and you spent like a
1: gazillion dollars in recruiting. Right. Just it, like an open Sorry, I went to a quick break because our
0: microphone went out on us. We're good now. We're fine. Yeah. We're going to finish up the show. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't know why you would say that. Like, what do you have to gain from that? Nothing. And, like, you're, you're going on and on about morals and principles. I yeah. mean. No, it's, yeah. Kirby's an idiot. He's an idiot. I think I like, I think he's. Like, so, so, all those five stars that you signed, they were, like, high-character guys. Right? That's I'm the like, thing. Like, when does that come back to bite you in the butt? Because, like, it's obvious you're not recruited for that. If didn't, uh. What's a uh, freshman wide receiver? Didn't he George get arrested this year? Yeah, probably. I mean, probably. I, I thought he and got in trouble for something. I don't. I, I shouldn't have said that. But I, I think he did. Somebody got. Somebody I mean, got, got. in a fight in the game. <laughs> he did. He got thrown out. So, right here. Watch this. Uh, this is my field. The dude that hits a parking pole. I oh, I've seen run. this. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh my. Like I don't even know how he looks like a big dude. Like and got knocked down by a parking pole. Blocker charge. Boom. Parking pole looks set to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, good. that's, yeah, the, that's unfortunate. his feet weren't moving.
0: <laughs> it's very unfortunate, dude. Most now, most important. What about the lady balls, softball's? Their pinstripes. Oh, those are men need men need to go to that. They now. also have been whooping ass. Have they? They're doing uh, that they, little. Is it Nevada? Yeah, they won. Who they beat? I don't remember who they beat. Um, but they scored over ten runs the past two games. Dang. So it was like 13 to 4 today and like 10 to 2 yesterday. Yeah, Interesting. I'm killing it. Yep. That's all I got. All right. Well, that's all I got. Thank you all for listening. Check us out on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever there's a podcast. This one will be up tomorrow. You can obviously watch this on Periscope. If you want to just listen to the sound of my voice again as you fall asleep, you can tonight on Periscope. Don't worry about it. Yeah, thanks again for (laughs) Spragans coming on and and talking with us. and um, Can't wait to see him give 746% for the Vols next, next season. Let's do it. We're bringing the boat in, and
1: we out.